Let us be attentive. O Lord, how manifest and magnificent are your works. You have made all things in wisdom. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. In these you once walked when you lived in them, but now put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and foul talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old nature with its practices and have put on the new nature, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there cannot be Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free man, but Christ is all and in all. Peace be with you, the reader. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. At that time, as Jesus entered a village, he was met by ten leopards who stood at a distance and lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his, on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. 
with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. When, when we raise children or interact with children, we have to often remind them about the right thing to do. We often tell them to wash their hands, brush their teeth, use a napkin, clean up after yourselves, and of course, remind them to say thank you. Saying thank you is very important for children and for all of us. Although children might not re always realize what has been done for them, saying thank you is an important part of their social interaction with others. Saying thank you is also an important part of our interaction with God. Today's gospel lesson reminds us about the importance of saying thank you to God. Today we read about the ten lepers who suffered from a horrible skin disease. But not only did they suffer physically, they also suffered socially and spiritually. The Old Testament book of Leviticus remind, commands it commands that a leper should be an outcast. We read in Leviticus, the person who has a leprous disease shall wear torn clothes and let the hair of his head be disheveled, and he will cover his upper lip and cry out, unclean, unclean. He will remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean. He will live alone. His dwelling will be outside of the camp. Can you imagine walking around saying, unclean, unclean, warning people to stay away from you? Can you imagine the humiliation? Can you imagine the isolation? Can you imagine how a leper would have felt? Leopards were, were cut off from society, so they had to band together in groups. Lepers were also not allowed in the temple in Jerusalem. They were cut off from the religious life of their time. Their religious impurity had nothing to do with their moral or immoral behavior, but rather their skin disease caused their ritual impurity. Christ saw their plight and healed the ten lepers, these people who lived such isolated lives. Their lives were radically changed by Christ. Their disease was finally healed. They were shunned by all, but the God of all reached out to them and healed them all. They were the lowest people in society, 
but God healed them all. But only one leper actually said thank you. The other nine lepers, as St. Cyril of Alexandria put it, were guilty of the sin of falling into thankless forgetfulness. Thankless forgetfulness. Their sin was not disbelief, but thankless forgetfulness. They forgot to thank God for what he had, did, he had done for them. This is often the case, isn't it, with us in 21st century America? We often forget to be thankful, just like the nine lepers in today's gospel lesson. We are like the nine healed lepers who have been given so much, yet we are not thankful. One danger facing us in 21st century America is that our standard of living is so very high, so high that we do not realize it or, we are, or be thankful for what we have. We look at the few things that are wrong in our lives instead of looking at all the things that we should be thankful for. In our superabundance that we enjoy in modern-day America, we focus on the few things that we might not have rather than being thankful for the superabundance that we enjoy. We are like the nine lepers who don't say thank you. We are like children who have to be reminded to say thank you to God. We too often fall into thank, thankless forgetfulness. Regardless of the leper's response, God still healed them all. As God, Christ knew who would thank him and who wouldn't thank him. Yet he still healed all ten lepers. God shows his love to all, even if not all recognize God's love. God's, God loves all, even if not all acknowledge what God has done for them. Just like a parent to a child. Not all the lepers, however, forgot to say thank you. Not all of them fell into the sin of thankless forgetfulness. The Samaritan, the outsider, the one with the strange reliefs and the incomplete Bible, the one who wasn't a real Jew, who wasn't a real believer, he was the one who came back and thanked Christ for healing him of his horrible disease and situation in life. The Samaritan, the outsider, came back to say thank you to Christ. As the gospel lesson says, the Samaritan came to Christ, quote, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. According to one biblical scholar, falling down before Christ with thanksgiving allowed the cured leper to experience a salvation beyond the physical cure. Faith and thankfulness was shown by the most unlikely person, a leper and Samaritan. There are so many reasons for us to be thankful. Consider the stability we enjoy in our country. Consider our freedom. Even more importantly, consider how blessed we are to have our Orthodox faith in God's love and mercy. When we are thankful, 
there are many benefits in our spiritual life. Our own Father Anthony Canaris listed seven benefits of being thankful, and I'd like to share those. First, thanksgiving fights anxiety, he writes, by affirming that God has and continues to help us and bless us, our anxiety fades. He continues. Second, thankfulness delivers us from self-pity. As Father Anthony put it, there is never room for self-pity in a truly thankful heart. Third, thankfulness fights sadness. Father Anthony writes, when sad starts giving thanks, search for something, anything to be thankful for. Once you find the first blessing, others will follow, and soon you will find yourself giving endless thanks. Fourth, thankfulness relaxes us. By realizing God's help and support in our lives, we can become relaxed. Fifth, thankfulness enabled us, enables us to turn a difficulty into a blessing. Father Anthony writes, For God can take that which is evil and make it work for good. God's power is greater than any evil that may befall us. Take, for example, the many faithful Christians who have looked at an illness and used it to, and used it to have a stronger reliance on God. Sixth, thankfulness drives out pride. When we thank God, we show our reliance on Him. When we thank God, we are humbling ourselves knowing that we would be nothing without God's gifts. And seventh, thankfulness helps us commit our lives to God. As St. Mark the Hermit wrote, quote, you will want to give yourself entirely to God, prom prompted by the remembrance of the great gifts you received from such a generous and loving God, unquote. How do we respond for all that God has done for us? How do we respond for the superabundance in our lives? How do we respond to the healing, maybe physical or psychological or spiritual, that God has worked in our lives? Even if we have too often fallen into the sin of thank thankless forgetfulness, we can change. We can start right now to have an attitude of gratitude. We can start listing all the ways that we are blessed and start saying thank you to God for each one of them. And by doing so, we are changed. Anxiety lessens, self-pity flees, and sadness fades. We become more relaxed and take courage in our reliance on God and his gifts to us. With thankfulness, our pride dissipates, and with our egos out of the way, we give ourselves more freely and completely to God. With God's grace and help, let us not be like a thankless child. Rather, let us be like the thankful Samaritan who came to Christ, fell down before him, and thanked God. Amen.